Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the Good News, here's Angie. Hey there, friend. Angie Austin here with the good news. We are speaking with Bob Evans, the ambassador of Movember. Welcome, Bob. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, we have to start off with what is Movember? Movember is the leading men's charity, uh, nonprofit organization that's helping raise awareness around men's health globally. We've been around for 20 years, and um, we focus on really three key areas, uh, men's mental health, um, testicular cancer and prostate cancer. Well, thank you for that, because I think, um, you know, just having worked in the news business and having a couple of male family members who suffer with mental illness, uh, it's something that in the past, I feel there was shames uh, surrounding that topic and maybe even the others, but definitely mental health. And so it's nice that it's come out of the closet, per se, and that people feel a little more comfortable talking about it. And I have to be honest with you, Bob, I'm very thankful now with the advent of, you know, the Zoom call and during COVID, so many of us got you to these appointments that were, you know, telehealth type appointments that it made, you know, some people that I know, men um, in particular, more comfortable with seeking help because they could do it from the privacy of their home. So thanks for, you know, uh, for, you know, covering these topics and, and helping men for the last 20 plus years. Yeah, you, you really called it out. And there's, there's a stigma around the men's mental health that we need to eliminate. Um, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to talk to a friend and have a great network and um you know i I really think that um you know men need to share more ask more uh of each other and you know really stay in tune with your your mates and make sure that the ones that are getting less uh involved in social activities look for the signals they may not be okay and it's okay and it's good to ask and here's the thing that I never understood, Bob. How come my brother um, had his first schizophrenic episode when he was 17? So there's four of us. I've got three brothers, and two of them have suffered from mental illness, and I mean serious. Um, you know, in fact, one was murdered. I think just because it's so misunderstood, and then your actions are so misunderstood. And what I never got was how come if my brother got cancer, people would bring flowers to the hospital and see if he was okay, and there might be an end in his treatment. But if he's schizophrenic and is walking down the street with no pants on that he's a nut job you know what i mean like why 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 can't he just be considered sick like every like other people who have illnesses yeah that is a great question and a great call out because um it, it's you know when you have mental health issues it's ongoing um you have to deal with it on a regular basis and you need a support group you need to get professional help um you know, when it comes to, you know, you have cancer and then you go to the doctor and, and hopefully you're cured, um, we do bring flowers and then we kind of say, okay, well, that's done with. But with mental health, it's just ongoing. And it's so important for people to rally around the person that needs the help and to be there for them. 
Yeah, and I, we have come a long way because of you, Movember, and other uh, organizations like this. So let's talk about um, how can we save more men's lives? How can we get involved? Give us some, give us some tips. Yeah, the, one of the best ways is to go to Movember.com. Uh, it's a platform where you can sign up and, you know, create your own web page and, and um, post pictures and tell your story. But more importantly, reach out to your network of friends and family and uh, coworkers and explain what you're doing. You're raising awareness around men's health, and here's why. Because we all know someone um, who either suffers from mental health or uh, is impacted by prostate cancer, which will affect one in eight men. So wow. um, it, that's the platform that we, we, can, uh, we can leverage to, to help raise awareness. And, you know, some of these things are so easily caught, and we all know at this, you know, at this point in time uh, that if you catch these things earlier, they're so much more treatable. And um, I know my dad in particular was one to just kind of like um, close his eyes to an issue, you know, because he didn't want to go in to get checked. And, yes, some of the um, checkups are a little bit uncomfortable, but how long does that last? Like 30 seconds? You know what I mean? Like how long are you uncomfortable during any kind of exam that might find something, you know, preemptively, you know, find something really early on where treatment could be so simple. I mean, really, it's just fine. Close your eyes for 30 seconds. It's over, you know, but think about what you're doing for your family and yourself to not go have to go through a much more extensive treatment um, if you catch it earlier. Absolutely. My younger brother was diagnosed with prostate cancer and he caught it early and, you know, his was contained to the prostate. They removed it through surgery. He's doing great. And, um, and yes, you know, they're People, some people have the perception that there's that uncomfortable physical exam with yeah. prostate cancer, but there's not anymore. It's a PSA test. It's a blood test, and there's also a new MRI test that can help diagnose prostate cancer. So, Well, isn't that great news? Yeah, it is. Medical advances in the last 14 years since I've been diagnosed have been amazing. Four new drugs that uh, basically replace chemotherapy. They extend your life longer, but they don't come with the nasty side effects. Um, there's a new uh, test that uh, helps diagnose where prostate cancer is in a man's body. It's called a PSMA test. I just had one done uh, last March, and my doctor told me that the test uh, is newly approved by the FDA. It was funded by Movember. Wow. So I've been raising awareness and, and funds for men's health through Movember for 14 years, and it's come full circle because now I've been able to take advantage of a, a new test that's out funded by Movember. So very exciting. It is exciting, and you know, and a, and a big kudos to you for doing that and being able to reap you know the benefits of your work as well. Uh, what else do you want people to know? I know we're gonna get, we're getting short on time here, but any other <clears throat> anything else you want people to take? Oh, may I? I'm gonna just add one thing as a as a wife. Um, <clears throat> I do all of the. Uh, schedule all six of the uh, physicals for my family. And so I love my husband. He's great. He's super healthy. He's not on a super, single medication. He weighs what he did in high school. He's six foot six. And may I say, Bob, a fine specimen of a man. But he would not 
go for his physical or checkups or anything like that if I didn't schedule it. So if you have someone like that that's just too busy taking care of his family, whether it's your brother, um, your nephew that maybe needs a little nudge, your husband, you know, maybe they need a nudge from you to make their appointment or maybe you just plain need to make it and then, you know, and then put it in their calendar and say, this is when you're going for your physical. Because sometimes they just, you know, need a little push. Yep. And that's where the women in our lives help us out uh, greatly. Uh, if it wasn't for my mom asking me to go get my uh, PSA test checked so she could sleep at night, I wouldn't be here today because wow. uh, I didn't have any symptoms and I had a ticking time bomb inside of me. Uh, the cancer had spread. So if it wasn't for my mom asking me, uh, I wouldn't be here. So the advice I would give is, is uh, you know, talk to the men in your lives. Uh, tell them that if they don't take care of their health, they won't be around to take care of others in their lives. Great advice. All right, so where do we go to get more info on Movember? Yeah, it's the, be- the best place to go is Movember.com. Great resource for information. Um, again, it's Movember.com. Excellent, Bob Evans. Thanks so much, and congratulations on you know, your health success as well. I appreciate that, Angie. Thanks for having me. You betcha. Have a good one. All right, you do the same. Well, I think uh, talking about taking care of ourselves and the men, you know, in our lives taking care of themselves as well, um, it's a good transition to this topic from one of my favorite uh, websites, Mark and Angel. Uh, And this is about 10 things we wait too long to do for ourselves. And one thing I just want to kind of bring attention to that you probably have heard I've been doing the last, I would say, six months or so um, since I read the Harvard study about happiness and I've done several interviews about it as well and that the biggest indicator uh, of happiness from this decades-long Harvard study that followed people, families, etc. for decades, the biggest indicator of happiness is connections, relationships, friendships, etc., family, keeping in touch with people that mean something to you, making the effort, returning their calls, planning lunches. I mean, it takes effort to establish and keep relationships going. And I've tried to model that for my children with the people that are important to them or, um, you know, relatives, uh, especially that, you know, they really care about. And we've gone, uh, you know, to visit it and really created and uh, maintained some really important relationships within our family. But you probably have noticed too, I've been doing it with like two of my old high school girlfriends. We got together for lunch recently and made another plan. I just saw my best friend from high school that I hadn't seen since we graduated. Um, I saw her in Portland. We spent the day together and it took effort. You know, she found me, but I didn't see her, you know, her social media request for like six months and so she didn't think I wanted to rekindle our relationship and I was like oh my goodness of course I remember you you're my best friend from high school when I come to Portland let's get together and we did and just you know really good friends and relatives that you know we've I've really made the effort to keep those relationships going and to strengthen them and uh, my aunt for instance she doesn't she lives alone, and I know she's lonely, but she likes living alone. She doesn't want to live with anyone else. My mom lived with her for a while, and it was, whoa. Yeah, it didn't go well. Let's put it that way. So she doesn't get anything for her birthday, so I always try to remember her. Um, you know, she She's really thrifty, so she doesn't use the heat in the winter. So I got her you know, a heated throw, and then I've got her a, I bought her a, 
a wrap that's like a blanket with a hood that you wear around the house and she wears it all the time. Bought her warm boots that she wouldn't, you know, normally buy new boots for herself. And she loves tea. So I got her one year a plug-in teapot and then a teapot for the stove. And then I send her all these tea samplers. Anyway, uh, it, it was just my birthday and her birthday. And she left me just a very heartfelt message because she calls me generous. But really, I'm just showing her that I love her. And uh, she came to visit us last November. And I don't know if you recall, we had, I booked a cruise now I had cancellation on it, so I thought, okay, we were going to go on a cruise for Thanksgiving, but she wants to come visit us, and it might be the last time, as she and my mom are in their 80s, and so I canceled the cruise and let her come and stay with us, and uh, yeah, I mean, nothing else is planned, so that might be our last visit together, but... My point is, let's just make the effort to show people we love them and to strengthen those relationships because it certainly has added to my happiness. All right, so let's get started on the list. 10 things we wait too long to do for ourselves. Uh, we often wait too long to explore the things that call to us or maybe that we're called to do. Maybe our gifts, we don't explore them because we feel pressure from others not to explore them. I interviewed this uh Michael Jr., a Christian comedian, and he said, Angie, I have a gift for comedy and for humor, but it's not a gift until you give it away because he was doing comedy for like at family shelters and homeless shelters and like people who wouldn't normally get to go to a comedy show. And the laughter was so rewarding to him, but he felt he was giving his gift away, which made that a gift for him because he said if you don't give it away is it really a gift so this particular one we often wait too long to explore the things that call to us or the gifts that god's given us the world isn't really as we see it um, or you know the world isn't just as it is it's how we see it and we all see the world differently so if we spend too much time following trends and doing what everyone else is doing we're missing out Try things out for yourself. Uh, explore. See what calls to your soul or what entices you to step forward and then go for it. Like you don't find your gift sitting in the lazy boy of life, right? And again, this is from my favorite website, one of them, Mark and Angel. Find out everything you can about those things that interest you. Find other people who love it. Don't waste precious time pretending to like, th like things just because other people do, like following the trends or maybe being pressured to pursue something because your parents want you to pursue a certain degree or something something of the sort. All right, uh, stick around. Uh, this is Angie Austin. We'll be right back with the good news and we'll continue with our list. 10 things we wait too long to do for ourselves. And also I have a guest that's going to talk to us about something that could help us in these difficult financial times. We'll be right back. Wheat Ridge is listening to the mighty 670 KLT Denver. Arc Thrift needs your small furniture and electronics donations now. You can donate that end table or folding chair you've been meaning to find a new home for. Smaller sized furniture that can fit in your trunk and home goods like blenders and air fryers are items that Arc badly needs right now. They make it easy by unloading your car and your donations help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, the primary mission of Arc Thrift. Arc has high demand for small electronics like speakers, soundbars, Bluetooth speakers, and turntables. And once you donate, you can shop in the stores for your own treasured finds. Each ARC thrift location has over 5,000 new items every day. So there is always something new and exciting. Every ARC thrift store keeps their shelves fresh with new merchandise, so each new purchase will be special to you. ARC's donation centers are open from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Sunday donation hours are available as well. To find the nearest ARC thrift donation center, go to arcthrift.com donations. 
Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Good News with Angie Austin. We are continuing with our list of things we should do for ourselves. But I just wanted to mention that um, coming up later, we've got a guest who's going to talk to us about, you know, the state of the U.S. economy, but something that may help you and me and the results of a survey that will, you know, help us in terms of maybe our financial situation right now. All right. So let's get back to um, uh, 10 things we wait too long to do for ourselves. We started with number one, we often wait too long to explore the things that call to us. Or as a Christian, I, I would say, the things that, you know, for me that maybe I'm called to do, you know, for others. Uh, number two, we often wait too long to take meaningful action. Some people wait all day for 5 p.m. They wait all week for Friday. You know, we wait for our holidays. We wait for our vacations. And we wait for that time to be happy. Well, we don't want to be that person. I, one of my girlfriends, she always says like, um, happy Monday, the best day of the week, you know, or like you hit a birthday and like, oh, you know, another birthday. And then you hear yeah, friends are like, well, I'd rather be on this side of the ground, you know, on the upside, not under the ground, you know, that are just happy to be alive. Well, the world does not owe you a living. You owe the world a life. And I feel like we kind of we've been given this gift of a life. So we should not take it for granted. Stop daydreaming and start doing things that matter. Don't waste so much time maybe on social media. Take responsibility for your life today. Take control. And I would say, in my family at least, I wanted to always get out of the victim chair. Uh, I didn't want to live life in the victim chair, just kind of like letting life happen to me. Uh, you're important. You are needed. And it's never too late to get up from that lazy boy of life. Uh, I just feel like, I, I, mean, I just was with the cameraman that I, 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 I was talking about happiness and how it's relationships. And I saw a cameraman while I was in Los Angeles that I hadn't seen for 23 years. And he had been part of that story in Pepperdine uh, covering the four girls, the uh, four Pepperdine students who were killed on PCH by uh, a young man driving a BMW. And he'd hit some cars and the cars hit the girls. And he was there when uh, one of the girls' parents showed up and he was so emotional about it. He was having lunch with us. He almost started crying, and he showed me the video of the two parents coming up to talk to the sheriff's department. It makes me want to cry right now. And he's like, you know what, Angie's like, life is so short. And I just, when I saw these parents walk up and talk to the sheriff's department and be told that their daughter, you know, one of the four, the four that didn't make it, um, he said, I just, he said, hardly anything gets to me anymore after 30 years of being out on the streets of Los Angeles covering things. But that really got to me because I thought about my daughter. And he's like, he told my kids, don't wait to do things. Don't wait too long. Like, explore life. Go on that vacation. Pursue that career. Get that degree. Like, you know, go for it. Um, so let's go to number three on our list. We often wait too long to trust ourselves with life's challenges. I had an uncle that had the greatest voice and he just never would go for it because... A fear, I think. And it, his voice was so beautiful. And he sang country music and he could have done voiceovers and sang. And he just was so fearful of failure. Uh, so again, we often wait too long to trust ourselves with life's challenges. Just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Every great success requires some type of worthy struggle to get there. And like Dr. Cheryl Lentz always says, you fail to success. You don't just reach success through all, all successes. You have failures on the way to success. So give yourself some extra credit along the way. Remind yourself that you're doing the best you can. And sometimes it takes an overwhelming series of little breakdowns to have an, a breakthrough. Uh, when in, and I always think about that. Um, 
that that graphic or that visual that cartoon that shows this guy going for the gold and he's got his little you know pick and he's going for the gold and he's like inches from it and he gives up but then the other guy is like below him on a lower tunnel and he's even got further to go but he keeps going and breaks through to the gold but just seeing that like the guy was one inch from the gold it makes you want to go through all the steps necessary to reach your goal to your own your own gold, whatever that gold is in your life, whatever I'm saying, gold and goal, like almost interchangeably, because it's like getting a gold medal in life when you reach some of these wonderful goals. Okay, number four, we often wait too long to appreciate what we have. Oh, isn't that the truth? Like, is life great right now when you appreciate what you already have? Or do you make life not so great because you're wishing for things you don't have? But if we could just be grateful for what we have already, wouldn't that be super wonderful? Yeah, I think it would be. Living in the present is a basic notion. And I think that we're called to do that and to appreciate what, what does Jim Stovall call it? The golden list where his grandma taught him when he was going blind, he would go to complain to his grandmother. He was a teenager and he lost his sight in his 20s and he would go to complain to her. And she said, I will listen to all your complaints, but I want you to write your golden list first, 10 things that you are grateful for. And then I'll listen to your complaints. And he said after that, he didn't have any complaints because he had so much to be grateful for. Oh, I love him. All right. Number five, we often wait too long to be kind to others. I think about Joyce Myers and how her father abused her and how the Lord called her to take care of her father. And she was like, really? I've got to take care of my father and my mother. My, the mother wasn't so bad, but he, she, I mean, he abused her her entire childhood. It was horrible, horrible abuse. And so she said, we often have to be kind to uh, people a long time before some of them are ever kind back to us. And isn't that the truth, right? Uh, and it's hard to keep it up when they're not kind back. I've had a few instances like that. I think I've told you my mother-in-law, I don't think she liked me for at least 10 years. And we I've been married for 20 now. It took a long time. Let's put it that way. A long time. All right. Number five, we often wait too long to be kind to others. When you grow older and you look back on your life, you will inevitably forget a lot of the stuff that seemed so important, you know, when we were young, you probably won't remember, you know, like your GPA. You'll look at your old classmates on Facebook and wonder why you had a crush on a certain person and be like, what, what, why do I like that guy or gal or whatever? And you'll have the toughest time remembering why you let certain people from your past get the best of you or why you cut off relationships, you know, or why you didn't forgive someone. But you'll never forget the people who were genuinely kind to you, those who helped when you were hurt, who loved you even when you were really not that lovable. And I've, you know, treat others as you'd like to be treated. I mean, that's the bait that gets right down to the basics, right? All right, number six, we often wait too long to be kind to ourselves. Oh, isn't that the truth? When I do women's retreats and I ask women to write things down on pieces of paper and then we like pray over it. And then, you know, we, that's like our way of helping the women get over some of their obstacles. And it may, it brought me to tears, like how hard some of these women are on themselves and how they're kinder to others than they are to themselves. So again, that's a good reminder. We often wait too long to be kind to ourselves. Uh, number seven, we often wait too long to embrace the truth. Too many of us prefer gentle lies to hard truths. 
But make no mistake, in the end, it's better to be hurt by the truth than comforted by a lie. Well, I'm going to read that again. It's better to be hurt by the truth than to be comforted by a lie. And lying is a cumulative process, so be careful. What starts as a small, seemingly innocent, possibly even with the intention of not hurting anyone, that lie quickly spirals into a mounting false reality. I always tell my kids, I'm like, don't fib about why you can't do something or why you aren't going someplace, especially with social media. They're going to see you went someplace else or they're going to see whatever. Just tell the truth. You don't have to give every little detail. You can just say, well, I'm not available. My mom has already made plans for me. Well, that's not going to hurt their feelings. I mean, they might see you at another kid's birthday party, but maybe your mom already accepted that for you. You know, so don't lie. Just, but you don't have to give all the details. What does Oprah say when you say no to something? She's like, you don't have to give them a reason why it won't work for you. Um, you just, because it's hard for me to say no sometimes too. You just say, oh, well, that's not going to work for me. I'm sorry. I'd love to do it, but it's not going to work for me. All right. Um, eight, we often wait too long to create and uphold healthy boundaries. Well, that goes back to being able to say no, that, you know, you just can't do something, Right. I mean, sometimes you just have to say no. It, it's hard for me, but I've I've gotten used to it. Someone wanted me to drive to Fort Collins to do a speech, which is you know a couple hours, and you know it's free, of course, it's gratis. And I appreciate all the nonprofits, but with three teenagers, I've got to spend that six or seven hours because you've got to do your hair, your makeup, you've got to drive there, you've got the event, and you come back. So it's a whole day, right? I've got to spend that on my kids. You know, they're my ministry right now. All right, number nine, we often wait too long to close old chapters in our lives. Can I say it again? Let's embrace forgiveness. Like, let things go. My poor mother hangs on to things for decades. And I'm like, Mom, you know, a lot of people you're bad at, you know, they're not even alive anymore. So let's let it go. Number 10, we often wait too long to accept and flow with life. Don't stress over things you can't change. Live simply, live generously, speak truthfully, uh, work hard. And even if you fall short, keep going, keep trying and just cherish the moment, cherish the people in your life that you love. And uh, that gratitude list, that golden list that we talked about, that Jim taught me about, Jim Stovall, I used to have my kids do that on the way to school all the time to kind of pull my mom out of her funk. You know, she'd be complaining about things and they're like, oh, grandma, let's do the, um, the golden list. And boy, it just pulled her out of her bad mood right away to hear these beautiful kids talk about all the things that they were, you know, thankful for. Well, I'm thankful for you listening to the good news. And I told you that we'd talk a little bit about finances because, you know, uh, Turning a corner here, nearly 80% of American homeowners are anxious about the state of the U.S. economy. I think many of us are. When I was in California, gas was $6. I think I paid $2.99 here the other day, but 6 bucks a tank, a gallon. I mean, <laughs> 6 bucks a gallon. All right, so 80% of American homeowners anxious about the state of the U.S. economy. Despite increased home values, second annual home equity punch list. It's a survey. The uh, home equity punch list, it finds homeowners more worried about expenses and financial longevity. So we are partnering today with Chris Mosh three, two, one. So we are partnering today with Chris Moshner, Chief Marketing Officer for Finance of America Reverse. Welcome, Chris. So tell us about this survey. At Finance of America, we believe that everyone deserves a secure and stress-free retirement. And that we also believe that home equity can be a powerful tool to help more Americans achieve that outcome. However, 80% of homeowners right now are concerned about the state of the U.S. economy, and a majority are also concerned about how long their money will last in retirement. But a majority also don't understand how home equity could be a solution to these problems. 
The good news is that many homeowners have significantly more wealth than they actually realize in the form of home equity. And at Finance of America, that's exactly what we do. We help people understand the different options available to them to turn that equity into cash. And that cash could be used to just boost financial security or potentially just give more flexibility as your needs change over time. Uh, for example, we've helped homeowners uh, eliminate their monthly mortgage payment to give them a better financial cushion and a boost to their monthly cash flow. We've helped homeowners stay in their homes so they could age in place and not have to move into a managed care facility. We've also helped small business owners make investments without having to tap into uh, their IRA or other retirement accounts. So the, the bottom line is this, if you're over 55, you owe it to yourself to get educated on the benefits of home equity and the different options available to you. And the great news is many of these are not new or untested. And some, like a reverse mortgage, are actually insured by the federal government. And at Finance of America, we've helped thousands of people uh, across all walks of life tap into their home equity. Chris, this is great information. Thank you so much. Uh, where can viewers go to get more info? So if you'd like to learn more, uh, please visit our website at far.com. That's F-A-R.com uh, to learn more about these options or read some of our educational materials. Alternatively, you can always talk to your local mortgage professional who'd be happy to point you in the direction for more information. Thank you so much, Chris, Chief Marketing Officer for Finance of America Reverse. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.